Hey friends, and welcome to episode 165 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. And today we're going to talk about what to do when it feels like nothing is going your way. Have you ever had one of those terrible, horrible, no good, very bad days? You sleep past your alarm, you get a flat tire on the way to work, you spill your coffee on your shirt, forget about an important meeting, burn your dinner, and the list just goes on. It seems like every little thing keeps going wrong and naturally you're grumpy about it. But what about when that day turns into a week and then a month? And then you wake up one day and realize that the last several months of your life have been anything but smooth sailing. There are also really heavy times in life where we lose people, get really bad news, lose jobs, fight with our partners, worry about our kids or loved ones. That kind of emotional weight can take its toll. Unfortunately, as we all know, this is just a part of life. We're bound to find ourselves in a season like this because that's just the way life goes as much as we wish it didn't. It can feel like we're not in control and like everything is going to continue to go wrong. So what can we do? How can we take back control as much as we can? As someone who's definitely been in the when it rains, it pours phase of life myself, I want to give you some practical advice based in time management strategies and good old hard-won knowledge that can help you weather these storms. And because I know you're trying to make the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient to stop what you're doing and take notes. So don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 165. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. A season of chaos kicked off in April 2022 with mouth surgery. As someone who records a weekly podcast, speaks to organizations virtually and in person about time management, and at the time I was hosting a bi-weekly live time management workshop for a tech company, having mouth surgery was inconvenient. Not only was I in a ton of pain, but it made everything more difficult. From how I felt, from the pain meds, to what I ate, to when and how long I could speak, it was tough. And as I was recovering from that surgery, I test positive for COVID on my birthday, in the final days before my family was scheduled to move into our new home. From one painful physical experience with the surgery to being completely bedridden for days and bumping up against a deadline to pack boxes, moving was tough. I kept things as organized as possible using the system I mentioned in episode 138, 
but I could only pack when I had enough energy to stand up, which wasn't often. Shortly after we moved, I found out I needed a second surgery, which once again impacted my ability to speak for weeks. Plus, we were moving into a super busy period at work that had me working way more hours than usual amidst rumblings in the tech industry about a looming recession. Other companies were starting to do layoffs. And then the day my family and I were packing up the car to head out on our first vacation in two years, I was one of many in my company impacted by layoffs. As you can imagine, while I was on vacation, my head was spinning. What were we going to do next? And during this entire season of storms, I just kept telling myself, get to the other side, get to the other side. There will be another side. Okay, where is the other side? When am I going to get to the other side? And while I did have a lot of people to love and support me through it, I couldn't help but feel like so much of the advice that was given was just too surface level to do anything. And I know that people mean well when they say things like, just change your perspective or it'll be okay. And what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But I was really frustrated deep down because it wasn't helping me right then and there. I'm not trying to diminish their support in any way at all. But looking back, there are some things that I wish I would have heard instead. And so I'm going to share those things with you. Things like, first, remember that everything is temporary, even your current situation. We really don't have much control over what happens to us, but we do have control over how we react to it. And adjusting our thoughts to remind ourselves that this is temporary instead of when will this ever end? Well, that can be more helpful than you realize. Being reminded that something is temporary can also help us shift expectations. There is a timeline and an end to what we're going through. Of course, I'd like to share an important caveat here. If you're talking about grief, there's no timetable for that and you're allowed to grieve in your own way. Just know that grief also changes and evolves regardless of what you're grieving. Next, don't look too far ahead into the future. It's really easy to fix your eyes on what could be and the what ifs about the future when you're going through some tough times. However, thinking too far ahead can actually make us lose sight of what we can do right now. Now, normally my advice to time management coaching clients is to focus on their vision for the future, six months, one year, even five years from now. But when you're in a season of overload and overwhelm and everything seems to be going wrong, I find that focusing on what you can control in the near future helps more. I'm talking simple and actionable things to do today or this week, like making sure dinner is made or working through my to-do list for that day only. And even then being ruthless about what goes on that to-do list. What are the things I must do? And then do those. One foot in front of the other, right? Things change so fast, so I really wouldn't try to think of how what's happening right now will impact your future. Just focus on what's changing right now. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. 
Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, in all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Number three, making time for yourself isn't selfish. One of the hardest things about going through life's valleys is feeling like everyone is depending on you to be on your A game when really all you want to do is crawl back in bed. But it's not selfish to take care of yourself. In fact, it's better that you do so so you can show up for the people you care about. You don't have to do anything over the top like book a spa retreat or go on a vacation Because even just finding little ways throughout the day, like taking a 15-minute break to step outside and enjoy some fresh air, that can really help. So now that you know how to better internally survive these seasons, what can you do on the outside? What's practical? So my first piece of advice is to break down the big stuff into smaller tasks. When we're on edge or not feeling our best, it's really easy for us to get frustrated and give up when we don't feel like there's anything we can do at the moment. We see a really big mountain of things to do and we freeze. But when you take the big picture and you break it down into things that are easily attainable on a daily or even weekly basis, you have a better chance to get them done. It really helps to list out what you need to get done such as find a new car. You might wanna break this down into make a list of nearby dealerships, make a list of car models I'd like to test drive, call each dealer to see if they have those cars in stock. This gives you smaller tasks to complete and when you gain momentum with them, it can help you feel more in control and confident even when things aren't going perfectly right now. Another great thing you can do is make a list of what is going right. Our brains love to make connections and see patterns to make sense of the world. When something's going wrong in one area, your brain will start to see threats in other areas. It's just how we're wired. But while the brain does a lot for us, isn't it kind of ironic that it doesn't understand reality, at least not all the time? 
it helps to show our brains that not everything is a threat and that things are going right in other areas of our lives too. And during rough times when a lot is changing around you, it can be grounding to name what's not changing. Here's what I mean. One of my time management coaching clients was recently going through a time of immense change and it was rocking her world. So during one of our calls, I asked her to tell me what's not changing right now. What's staying the same? To reset your brain's emergency notification system, I recommend sitting down at the end of each day with silence and intention and writing out three to five things that did go right. Things like your coffee not spilling on your shirt or showing up to work early, eating something good for lunch, getting a good night's sleep. There are lots of good things, though they may be small, that we overlook and even take for granted. And finally, do something for the sake of having fun. It may sound frivolous when things are going wrong, but have you ever tried a game of pickleball? <laughs> have you ever gone to a movie at noon on a Tuesday? It really helps to get out of your current environment and do something else to take your mind off of it when things are feeling heavy. You can even do something new like baking or painting, something that requires you to use a new part of your brain. There is a lot of pressure to perform in our daily lives, which can very quickly lead to overwhelm. But when you do something just for fun, you show your body that it's not in survival mode and it's not just all doom and gloom. And if you can't squeeze in any fun activities, how can you bring some fun to your work? If you typically work from home, can you spend Fridays working from a cafe for a change of scenery and something to look forward to? I know life can come at you fast and things can get overwhelming really quickly. Remember, I have been there, but know that you've been through challenges before and you'll make it through this too. If you need a little extra support and encouragement, my DMs are always open. You can find me over on Instagram at Anna D. Cornick. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 165. And before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 166. Episode 166 is all about how to find time in your busy schedule to work out. Like most people who sit at a desk for the majority of the day, I find that I crave physical activity to keep my mind and body balanced. And becoming consistent with a workout routine has helped me do that. Lately, I've been getting up at 5.05 a.m. and getting to the gym at 5.30. And I like it. Trust me, episode 166 is not about convincing you to wake up at the crack of dawn to work out. But it is about helping you find space in your busy schedule when it feels like there's never enough time to get in a workout. If that's a position you find yourself in, then be sure to tune in next week for the strategies I'm sharing in episode 166. All right, friends, that's all we have time for today. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today.
Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.